Welcome to Start Dakota, a show by Startup Sioux Falls, where we dispel misconceptions about starting a business, uncover unique challenges faced by founders, highlight today's problem solvers, and build a stronger startup community for tomorrow. This project is powered by the SBA. Now, here's your host, Brianne Maynard. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Start Dakota. I'm your host, Brianne Maynard, president of Startup Sioux Falls. Our organization exists to empower founders. Today, we're talking to a founder who has benefited from some of our, or- our organization's resources, particularly co-starters. Um, Julio, it is a pleasure to have you here today. Um, first question I have for you is simply to introduce yourself and talk just a little bit about your business. Okay, well, my name is Julio. I, I'm originally from Venezuela, South America. And I came here to the Midwest. I started living in Iowa uh, five years ago, along with my family. And uh, we live, uh, we have been living here in South Dakota uh, about uh, three years so far. And well, I've been involved in the dairy industry for a long time, about 20 years. And that's the reason we are here because, you know, we are rented for a lot of um, dairy farms and, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, we've been working in that uh, industry and we are providing a service for, you know, the identification service for that the dairy farms. We provide uh, ear tax for cattle and this is then the name is Fuero Laser. And where does the name stem from? I'm assuming it has something to do with your last name. That's correct. Okay. My, my last name and Frank Mayor and my wife last name is Rodriguez. And so, oh. yeah, and laser because it's a laser engraving company. That's beautiful. Yeah. And the family's always at the heart of it, right? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, that's so, so great. Next question, um, kind of tactical, but who is your customer? I think I know the answer to this question, but who is your customer for this product? Yeah, my customer is a, is a farmer, you know. My customer is a very busy uh, and hard work people, yes. you know, and uh, they need to identify the cattle because uh, every day we have a bunch of new animals being born the, the farm. Yep. And it, to get, uh, you know, the, identify the, the animals the right way mm-hmm. so they can keep the control, you know, of the system. You mm-hmm. know? And, uh, okay. and especially we're focused on the small farmers. Okay. Uh, actually, we attend uh, the colonies around Sioux Falls, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, and they're my customers. They, they really appreciate our help mm-hmm. and, you know, and they're so nice people. And so we're glad to serve. So this product isn't just for cattle. Right? Yeah. Is it so different types of, of animal? Uh-huh. Um, and also, I guess my, my other question is so there are other tagging sources out there that farmers have been using. What makes your product stand apart? What, what problem are you solving with your product? Yeah, well, our company started when we had a, you know, after the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, we have a problem with the supply chain. Uh, you know, they were struggling with the, you know, the, the, the airports and uh, the harbors were collapsed, you know, where they got the, right. the number of containers, you know, stuck in the in the harbors, yes, in the ports, and so there there was like a, a start uh, the products. I don't remember. You can cut this, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, um, we have a, like a 
problem with the supply of the products in the area. Correct. And we start not playing before. They're, they're made of plastic, right? Yeah, they're plastic and coming from China, basically. From China. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. correct. So there's the issue. And so when we start like a placing orders and it took a more, more lo longer time to get the products here in the area of the Midwest. Yes. Before it took uh, maybe three weeks to mm. get the products here and then it took uh, two months, then mm. three months, four months. So at one point we start having calf in my in, in our dairies and we didn't have uh, any products to get it tagged, you know. Got you have it. It. And so it's a big deal. When we have a small farm, maybe you can wait a little bit, you know. And um, But uh, when you have a large, large number of uh, cattle, you know, mm -hmm. like in the, in the, in the place uh, we have here in Iowa, it's, it's uh, thousands and thousands of cattle, you know. Right. And so it's a big deal. It's, uh, and so we, um, we, we thought, or oh, oh, we need to do something. So we start contacting some suppliers around the world. Mm -hmm. and, and we start like uh, trying different products, different materials, you know. Oh, sure. Different qualities, different colors. And we start making our, our tests. And we start supplying the products, you know, the, to the dairy when I used to work for. Mm -hmm. And well, it, we start solving the problem. Then more farmers start calling, hey, I need your help. They need your help. And so we start providing, you know, and we start making our our, our, yeah, our clients, our customers. We start making new business with those, those where farmers. Where were you building these products? So were you putting them together yourself? Did you have a team to help you assemble them? Yeah, we, no, we, we basically bring all the products from, you know, from the China, from the, you know, different yep. factories in China. So they're already, they're pre-building them yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. And so, but I, we, we they, they come here by plane instead of the by Got boats, it. you know, and so it can be here, you know, as fast as a few days, mm -hmm. let's say five days, mm -hmm. you know. And so we have uh, here in the company we do the personalized laser engraving, mm -hmm. and so every farm has you know the, their own system, and so maybe you you want the name of your farm mm -hmm. and the number of the of the of the animal, and then you need the date of birth or whatever you need, you know, it's a personalized service we provide. Yes. And so that, um, that, is, that is good because, because we are small, we are a small company, you know, startup just starting you know, a few, one year ago, and uh, we can personalize mm -hmm. all the, the information the farmers need. Yep. And instead, if you place an order from another big company, mm -hmm. maybe it will take you know a long, long time to get all everything set for your information, and yeah, so that causes a big problem in the industry because is you need to get your cattle identified as sure. soon as possible to can make the, the the management of the of the group of animals. Right. Yeah. So just so again, so I understand correctly, so you are ordering the plastic product from elsewhere it's being flown in and then you're engraving on site yes so you the product that you it, this is the laser product that you're talking about that's correct so tell me about that piece of 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 product and how did you develop that hmm. product how did you pay for that product yeah well it was a it was a, a very interesting process because uh, when we start contacting some factories in different countries, yes. you know, uh, they start sending some samples and mm -hmm. we try everything. But mm -hmm. some of them, 
work and some of them didn't work mm -hmm. and some of them work well but we start you know like uh, they, they didn't last you know a long time mm -hmm. and so we start like trying testing and testing error. yeah trying error and even with the laser machine we have a, you know some it's a key a part of the process yeah. and they have a different uh yeah we need to know about it you know it's, it took a long time to understand well all the the process all the settings of yeah. the equipments and so they practice and it takes uh, some time to develop a nice a good product uh, the one we have right now because it lasts long time they have very high quality you know mm -hmm. and and uh, you know it's affordable for the farmers around especially at this time mm -hmm. they have us struggling with the prices of the commodities right. and the prices of the milk and everything and so yeah, yeah. how long have you been at this how long has this business existed even in its you know just original idea state yeah the original idea it started one year ago one year ago yeah so we started developing the yeah the business it was, yeah we identified the opportunity right away mm -hmm. you know and uh but uh we start like uh yeah in, i think may it's only 10 months mm -hmm. so far we start like a selling you know we started about a couple of months testing mm -hmm. the products and and i would say in 10, 10 months ago we start with the business can you share any of your I, I don't need you to tell me sales numbers but how many clients yeah. do you have to date or how many products have you yeah we're focused on the dairy industry because you know the the animal industry in, in this uh in the midwest is is, is, is big you know it's, uh, it's broad is we have a swine industry you have poultry yeah. industry you have a sheep uh, yeah we have everything here in, in this area but uh, we're focused on the dairy industry because it's the industry we know well, right. you know, because you yeah, worked for one. That's correct. Yep. And so, uh, well, we, uh, the question was, sorry. Sorry, um, just how many units have you, you sold? Yeah, or, well, and, and how many I clients can, I can, do you Yeah, have? we start with uh, two, three large dairy farms. Okay. And now we increase the numbers because the, but they are smaller. Smaller farms, farms right? I want to set them colonies around Sea Falls, sure. you know. And, uh, but uh, I can say we are, I, I was surprised when we were checking numbers uh, mm -hmm. last week, because I would say we are like uh, selling now the 3X or 4X what we sold. Wow. Yeah, uh, let's say, uh, yeah, the, all we sold last in three months. Yeah, we, we are selling like a three times when we start selling in the beginning. So, Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah so right. this thing's got legs, right? Yeah. The, there is a growth trajectory happening. That's correct. How have you grown? How have you scaled in this year? Have you hired staff? Yeah. Have you, what else have you, what resources did you need to lean on to help you scale this yeah. growing business? Yeah, well, we, we hire some, um, freelance salespeople, you okay. know, they are placing orders Perfect. and we have uh, a one team, one team in place. We have uh, people receiving orders, processing and engraving, okay. shipping. And now, yeah, mm -hmm. they're doing a good job. That's the reason we can now, we're creating a system, you know, mm -hmm. can work and have a good performance and, yep. you know, and, and reach our goals that we yep. have. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's growing fast. And, and, and where is this business? Do you have, do you have a headquarters, a warehouse? Yeah, we have a warehouse yep. here in, in the area, the Harrisburg area. Harrisburg. Yeah, that's correct. So okay. it's very easy when you can, you can go, you know, we are, we can know, 
uh, it's better to be outside of the downtown, yes. you know, for some reason. If anything, for the rent, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, we can access, <laughs> you know, the dairy farms, you know, outside Perfect. the city. Yeah, it's working very well. Wonderful. Yeah. So I understand how this connection came to be because you worked for a dairy farm. But I want to know more about you, your your upbringing, your education, like what drove you towards this entrepreneurial path in your life? What what was your childhood like? <laughs> yeah, it's a very, Tell very me good more. question. It's a very good question. <laughs> yeah, well, I grew up in a in a family in a my merchant local for merchant family down in Venezuela, mm -hmm. in South America. Especially my granddad, I, I learned a lot from him. He was a entrepreneur and so I saw him all my my life you know trying different businesses and yeah and he died uh, one yeah one year ago yeah yeah 93 years old and he built a yeah uh, he built his life uh, working and trying different you know different kinds of business and so uh, I yeah I, I I love you know to learn I, I love to learn I I, I have reminded myself many times, and I learned something from, let's say, John Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. I about uh, it's about the the return of the failure, mm -hmm. and so I have failed you know so many times, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have learned, you know. That's how we so learn. Many. And so I think that in my way, the for me the the success the success is uh, is a cycle. Mm -hmm. That is step five step cycles. When you test something, an idea, you know, you maybe you think in a business, you, you can find an opportunity, you know, around you, mm -hmm. and then you test, you know, then you failure, then you learn. Four step is uh, you improve, mm -hmm. and the five steps you re-enter. Yes. So every time that happens, you know, you you make a step uphill. Yeah, up, uphill step, mm -hmm. and so the same happens. So you can try and right. keep trying. Every time you try and failure and test, you know, and and improve and and re-enter, and so you you grow, you grow. Right. And so this is the way I've done my in my life, and uh, yeah, I can see, you know, you maybe from one day to another day you don't see the difference, but when you go back and you know five years ago when you were at that time now where you are and with new projects and so you can see oh that works you strike me as someone who's very patient methodical um what where have those moments of frustration been in this year that you've been on this journey and have there been any moments where you wanted to quit yeah and tell tell me about a tough time that you overcame well, uh, for those times, you know, there is something that I, we call, or I call, uh, the anticipate failure. Okay. And so it's when one, like one pilot, you know, he knows that sometime something's gonna fail. Mm -hmm. And so you can have, you can have a plan in your mind. If this happen, I do this and this and this. And so I made a commitment myself, my mental commitments. And so, yeah, and I got three, it's a three commitments I made. Uh, the fear. The first one is uh, when something fails, when I test something and something is, and I don't want to quit. I mean, uh, some people run away, but I'll say no. I'll keep. I will keep moving. Mm -hmm. 
I won't stop, I won't freeze, I keep moving. This is my first commitment. My second commitment with myself is I will I will adjusting. I will adjust. Mm -hmm. I will keep adjusting, sorry. Sorry my English yeah. sometimes. Don't you dare <laughs> so apologize. I will keep adjusting mm -hmm. at the second one. And the third one is I will keep believing. Yeah. Yeah, I will keep believing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And so because I think that my mission or mission is greater is greater than the failure. Mm. You know. And so every time I, you know, I feel like a down because, you know, we're struggling with the life, with the problem, you know, mm -hmm. I, I do that. Yeah. I, I move, you know, I, I move fast and I reinvent myself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think this is the way you can grow in life. I have the song, I don't know if you're familiar with the band Journey, uh -huh. but now I have the song Don't Stop Believing don't stop in my believing. head. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Don't stop don't for sure. Don't stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that song. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, I want to talk about your journey through co-starters. Oh, okay. So perfect. we'll be right back. Hey, this is Amos, the community coordinator at Startup Sioux Falls, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Start Dakota is hosted by Startup Sioux Falls. We provide resources to make starting a business easier, including events, programs, mentorship, ecosystem navigation, and an actual space. If you have ever aspired to launch something of your own or run a business currently, we want you to join our community. Start with Startup Sioux Falls at startupsiouxfalls.com start. We're excited to connect with you. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Now let's get back to the show. All right. Welcome back to Start Dakota. We're here talking with Julio. He is telling me his story of innovation and grit and determination and a little bit of patience, right? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of belief. Yes. Um, I want to get into the nitty gritty of this co-starters program that uh, our organization has had the, the pleasure and the gift of being able to provide to more communities across the state of South Dakota. Prior to uh, receiving this grant, our organization only had the capacity to run two or three cohorts a year. And with this opportunity, now we're able to partner with area organizations to offer the opportunity opportunity to a broader uh, spectrum of community, um, different cross sections of community. How did you learn about the program? First of all, who, who, who nudged you or how did you hear about the program? Well, I was attending the citizenship classes at LSS, okay. Lutheran Social Services. Yes. And then I saw, you know, the pause that they were going to start that program. And uh, firstly, my wife, she saw that, you know, the boss said, hey, this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I contact, uh, you know, the LSS uh, team and mm -hmm. they were so kind and they like, provide all the information I was looking for. Yep. And that's the reason I started. Great. What were your initial thoughts and hopes? Like as you were applying, what were you hoping to get out of the program? Well, I at the beginning, I, I thought it was everything about numbers, you know, uh, numbers and numbers, you know, uh -huh. and metrics and KPIs and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but then when I started and I look around and I saw all my partners went from different countries, different cultures, and I said, oh, this is bigger, you know, than I was expecting. Yeah. 
and then uh, we start working the mentality, you know, and the mindset, mm. the fair classes. And wow, I said, wow, this is and so I understood the mission of the program. And I'm so glad to be part of the program, you know, because uh, we were we were surrounded of, you know, the, the good vibes and people, yeah. you know, trying to 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 uh, to reach the, their goals in mm -hmm. life and every everybody you know had uh, their own dreams you yeah. know in life and that was and so you can you, uh, i found all the peoples you know were moved by passion by emotion mm -hmm. and it was uh, beautiful it was a uh, wonderful and yeah i think it's uh, something great for people starting a new life in this country yes. uh, you need to keep it forever you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So not only did you participate in the, the graduation where you all, I believe your whole cohort pitched the night of your graduation, but you were selected to pitch at our, our annual pitch night event. Yes. What was that experience like for you to go on the stage in front of the Sioux Falls community <laughs> and talk about your business and, and be judged for that yeah well it was a great great experience in my life i know yeah. i i thought you know i i was um i was able to you know to, uh, to speak in public you know mm -hmm. but when i went there i saw all that people you know yeah they are big big people there yeah. i mean all them uh, it was a night you know business businessmen and people from the media from different and yeah uh, I, I really, I think it's a big opportunity to, you know, let people know about your project mm -hmm. or your venture. And so, but the most important is after that, after, after my pitch, you can, I saw people coming to me, you know, and say, hey, my name is, uh, you know, Brenna, mm -hmm. and I'm part of this organization. I would like to talk to you because I think your project is, uh, you know, can grow and you can help you to impact the community around Sea Falls. Yes. And so I think that was the, the best part of the business. And when you see uh, the rest of your cohort, your partners, you know, classmates and that area supporting you, yeah. you know, with a, with a, you know, a good vibe, emotion and, you know, supporting and, and, and you can feel, you know, that it come from the heart, from the heart. And uh, I think it was a, it was a great, great thing happened to me Absolutely. at the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, do you keep in touch with your cohort? Yes. Are you planning any reunions? How do you how do you stay in touch with each other? Yeah, well, we have been, we have a group on the social media, Perfect. Uh, you know, and uh, our teacher Terry Lane, remember? Yes, it's a very very nice. <laughs> Never guy. Never forget that guy. No, no. It's <laughs> a very nice guy, and he, you know, used to send some information, share some information sure. with us, and we have been supporting another partner, classmate uh, um, from from Japan. He has a yoga studio. And oh, right. Used, yes. Yeah, and so uh, when we attend that uh, uh, that uh, class or awesome. that session. We keep in touch and we are always sharing Supporting the each other. Yes, that's correct. Fantastic. So I have to acknowledge the fact that this journey is not, was, hasn't, couldn't have been an easy one for you coming from somewhere else into this community. What, what were your, 
your hesitations? What were your your worries and concerns as you were moving into the Sioux Falls community? And what has surprised you about living here in the Midwest? And you haven't just lived in Sioux Falls. You've lived in several different Midwest communities. What what has that process been like for you and your family? Well, I think the most uh, surprising thing we found here is the kindness of the people. Oh, good. I'm so glad to yeah. hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because we have, you know, most of the Latin American people that come here, especially from South America, they used to move to maybe some, you know, another state like Florida or mm-hmm. Texas, you know, because the weather. Because, yeah. And so you, you go there, you can see like, a, you know, the... In, it's a big cities are busy, always, you know, and now you see, right. uh, you know, and so then when you come here, you feel so peaceful, you, you feel the peace in the, uh-huh. in the environment, you know, and so you can grow your kids, you know, yeah. in a healthy environment, American. So it, even my, my kids, when they go to school, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's so beautiful when you see the kids supporting each other, yeah. you know, and so that's uh, the thing, the best, I think this is the best we have found here. Oh, that is so wonderful to hear. What what have been some struggles and what would you what advice would you give to a family that is not from the United States who is thinking about or is going to relocate to a place like Sioux Falls? I think that yeah, I think the most uh, dif- the difference I found and is not in the culture, you know. The culture. Yeah, because in Latin America yeah, you know, the 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 life is like a slower. You mm-hmm. know, you take a nap after lunch, and then you work eight <laughs> hours. You know, and then you come here. I learned that the time is money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you need to move fast. Yeah. You know, to uh, because. It, but uh, here in this place is better. You know, it's it's. It's no, it's no kind of happy but, uh, medium. I, I think that that happened when the people coming from uh, the other countries coming here, yeah. they feel like, oh, here we need to move faster. We need to, you know, uh, because it is uh, the way that it is, the life is here. Right. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And so this is the first. But uh, what I said, I used to to say to my 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 crew or my team and mm-hmm. say well here you need to move fast do your best and move fast it's uh, the best advice i can i can tell my my my, my friends you know right. and so and the other thing that is important to know is about the uh, credit mm. credit in our communities you know in our countries the credit doesn't exist, you know, ah. and so here I think is a, a important thing. You need to to know about the credit score and yes. how it works and how what 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 you can do to improve your score, so you can have access to the you know financial institution that can boost your project. You know, you can yes. support your projects, and so I think it's a very important part of the of the adapt. You yeah. know, when you come from other countries outside the United States. Have you utilized any loan services yes. through this process? Yes, yes. Uh, we have found, you know, we have found, uh, you know, good support. Great. And uh, when uh, I remember the, the, the pitch night, mm-hmm. when they finish, it's, it's amazing. In our countries, that doesn't happen, you know, they have, like a financial institute, institutions or organizations like SBA come to you and say, hey, yeah. I can help you. Call me. I can support you. Right. 
that is uh, something amazing. Uh, yeah. this is a, is, that, that is uh, another big change or a big uh, key yeah, that happened at the time when I was there. And that is uh, what the entrepreneurs yes. need to, to, you know, to, to, uh, to reach the goals that they have in life. Fantastic. We're going to take another break. When we come back... I want to talk about the future, and it sounds like you've got some some news to share, and I'm going to try to get it out of you. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome to the Business Minute, a recurring segment powered by the SBA, where we'll share business facts and resources available to entrepreneurs throughout the U.S. Small Business Administration. This is Sadie Swear, Executive Director of SDCEO East Women's Business Center. Did you know... In 2018, immigrants owned 18% of employer firms. The industries with the greatest share of immigrant workers were accommodation and food services, looking at 37% of those. And retail trade, 24% of those. Interested in starting a business or already own a business? There are many free resources available. One of those resources is Startup Sioux Falls Co-Starters Business Accelerator Program. Co-Starters is a 10-week program designed to provide you with the insights, relationships, and tools to turn your ideas into action and a sustainable business. Startup Sioux Falls is proud to partner with the following organizations to expand the delivery of the Co-Starters Business Accelerator. LSS Center for New Americans, MB, Dakota Resources, and Thunder Valley. We are offering this program through the Community Navigator Pilot Program, powered by the Small Business Administration. Learn more about co-starters and the Community Navigator Pilot Program at startupsufalls.com backslash start. Okay, welcome back to Start Dakota. We're here talking with Julio of Furo Laser. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Yes, Perfect. I nailed it. Uh, we've talked through your journey up until now. Um, you graduated co-starters. You've been doing this for a year. Um, what's next for Julio and his family and the business? Yeah, well, next uh, I'm moving. We are planning to move this summer to California. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so, well, the plan is to grow the business over there. Yeah. You know, so we're going to keep the the office running here in Sioux Falls, but I'm going to start another uh, division, uh, division yeah. over there. Uh, and so this is the plan we have for the future, new opportunities, we're going to meet new people. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to keep looking around for new, you know, opportunities. I'll say need that the in industry or the, you know, or economy need, uh, have. And so we right. can maybe start another venture why not my goodness <laughs> you sound like a serial entrepreneur like yeah. maybe you've got some more ideas up yeah. your sleeve so how how does that make you feel so you Trent you've it sounds like you've moved quite a few times yeah. as a family yeah. but now you're going from the midwest to the west coast what are you looking forward to and how can how can we stay connected? It sounds like you're going to keep your 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 operations here. Are are you hiring somebody to run the operations here? And will you be back to visit so we can hang out? 
<laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna make in a partnership uh, with a, you know, a, my cousin is gonna take care okay. of the business, you know, under my direction. Great. And so I, I love to coming be coming here right. to check the business, you know, maybe a few times in the in the in the year. Sure. And uh, yeah, and as you told me, I used to tell. Uh, I we move. This is the third time we move. You know, we start. We move from Venezuela to Ecuador, South America. Okay. And so, yeah, it was it was the place where my kids born. Mm. My two mm. youngest kids. Yeah. And then we moved from Ecuador to Iowa. Okay. Then from Iowa to South Dakota, but it's uh, you know pretty it's similar. Like, it's pretty, but now we are planning to move to the to the wow. West Coast. But yeah, we are very excited because every time you move. You keep your energy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, and move. And for sure, we're gonna know new people, we're gonna meet new people, yes. we're gonna know uh, new areas, new location, new weather. And yeah, it's always uh, when you keep move, you'll never you'll never stop. Uh, for sure, uh, great things happening in our life. I love your mindset, yeah. Um. So you're going to continue on with your full-time job while keeping keeping this business on the side. Yes. Where do you see yourself and this business in five years? Well, uh, this is a uh, business models can be you can scale. You know mm-hmm. the cell because we can re- do the same with it here in another you know another state mm-hmm. and once in other states. You know, and so that's what we the, the next step. I think we need to start selling. You know, national wide. Mm-hmm. You know, scale the the sales, and yeah, I think the the sky is the limit for us. Yeah. What resources do you need to get there? Well, we need to work a little bit on some registration. You know, because uh, when you sell your products in other states, you need to accomplish the regulation of the USDA. Mm-hmm. This is you know, it's cattle. So mm-hmm. we need to work on that first and do okay. some field. Field tests around the around the country. Sure, uh, they, they 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 want uh, to test the products in different areas, different weathers, mm-hmm. and try the quality and try the you know they the, they can keep the, the engraving for a long long time. Sure, and so I think this is the next the next step. But I, when when it, when we finish that process, it might take a, a while. We can grow our business, so you know. I would say 10, 20x. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It sounds like you're connected to some pretty powerful networks at this point. You talked to me at the break about three masterminds yes. that you're a part of. Can yeah. you talk about those groups as yeah. much as you can say? Yeah. Sure they're top secret. <laughs> no, no, it's not top secret. <laughs> Just you know, yeah, because <laughs> as, as I told you when I started this uh, interview, uh, I came from, I come from a, entrepreneurial family yep. my I talked about my granddad my granddad my granddad patient was a real estate mm-hmm. and so unfortunately in our country real estate is struggling because the the political issues you know mm-hmm. but uh and so I have been learning about real estate investing and we have you know here in this area we have uh, we have uh, invest in some projects and okay. yeah and so um yeah we're part of a mastermind in real estate investing you know f- focus on the multifamily real estate mm. investing is very interesting so i met with people from different states like new york new jersey and california and we have um yeah we have a meeting every uh, every wednesday yesterday we had a meeting and it's very, very is that's a very 
important to me because uh, we have met um, people, you know, doing, uh, you know, uh, amazing, you know, in, 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 is the, you, you don't know, you never know, oh, you know, what people is doing and what opportunities you can find outside. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, and so through the mastermind, you know, you meet people doing different businesses in the, within the real estate right. industry. And some people invest in commercial real estate, another in multifamily, another flicks and flicks and flicks. And, and yeah, and so you can define your strategy. It's, it's you know, it's a broad, a wide broad industry you can. Yeah. And so we are learning about it and everything. And the other important thing of the masterminds uh, I used to be part uh, is uh, the accountability. Oh, accountability, 100%. Yeah, when you set your goals or you, you know, in a period of time and then somebody's going to say, hey, what did you do? You you told me, you told us, uh, you know, two months ago that you this is your role. Well, did, did you what, did you go to the gym? You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's not only investing, it's on the, about the, your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. And so that is, a, th that makes you move, you know, yes. and have a high commitment with yourself and your community. Yes. And uh, that that's helped us a lot to grow, yeah. to grow, and uh, and yeah, and so basically, I part uh, I participate in that mastermind real estate investing, and but I will I also participate in a mastermind, and it is in Spanish, it's uh, in, in Florida, it's about the mindset, mindset, about meditation, yes. the power of your mind. And so, uh, yeah, it's a very, it has been very important for, for me and for my family to, to learn about it, how your brain works or how your mind works to, and, and create your reality. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's something that I would recommend to everybody around me. I'm shocked at how well-rounded you seem. Like you seem like you're working around the clock on all these different ventures and you've got a full-time job and you have a family. How do you manage it all? And what do you do for yourself that that recharges you, resets you, keeps you going day to day? What do you do for yourself? Well, what I do is uh, first we we have built a very good team mm -hmm. my, with my, my wife and myself. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, we, we support each other. And so in the morning when I... We, we used to attend the gym every morning at four o'clock in the morning. And so when I don't want to, because I feel tired, my wife said, hey, get slow, up. It's, uh, yeah, get up. It's, remember our commitment. We're yeah. gonna make. And so that is, a, is a, we start the, 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 the day with that energy. Yeah. And so then we share all our duties. My wife uh, does a great job helping, I don't know, running, all the, taking good care of the family. Mm. And then the, after school, we have they have more activities like uh, taekwondo and of gymnastic. Course. And so you're the bus then, driver. <laughs> uh, yeah, then when I come back home, you know, we take care of the business. Yep. I check numbers and everything. And then maybe we have a mastermind meeting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is the way. But uh, when I come back home and I look at my kids, mm -hmm. you know, it's just the, the most important part. I, I, you know, I forget all the, yeah. the bad day or the struggling we had during the day. It's just that the, the energy recharge yeah. or, that we have at the end of the day. And I uh, bet they're so yeah. proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that will reflect on them, right? They see their dad and their mom working so hard you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be chips off the old block to some degree. Do you see any sort of 
entrepreneurial mindset coming out of your your kids yes i, yes. I would assume yes. so uh, yes uh, they have a rule awesome. at home we always say we always say andres my, my andres my my older Andres. Andres, yeah, Andres, my older son, here is 11, he just turned 11 last week, <laughs> and I said, he wants to become a, a video game designer. Yeah. And I want to ask Andres, what are you going to do, what are you gonna do when, you, when, when you grow? And he says, no, I'm going to be the owner of my own uh, video, dis- video game designer company. Okay. But first, I'm going to work in Japan because I'm going to learn from a big, big company. And then I'm going to run my own business. And so when I, it all mapped out. when I hear that, you know, it's music to my ears and I say, well, we are doing a good job. Yeah, for sure. Good work, dad. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a pleasure. Um, before we, we say goodbye, so we're going to take one more quick, quick break and then we're going to come back and I'm just going to fire some fun questions at you. Okay. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is Jeff Hayward with Startup Sioux Falls. Welcome back to the Co-Starters Challenge, a recurring segment where we'll provide some tips for launching or growing your startup, as well as an action you can take called fieldwork. This month, we're going to identify your costs, both what you need to start up, as well as your ongoing expenses that will be required to operate. Startup costs are everything you need before you can serve your first customer, like equipment purchases, hiring a graphic designer, and leasing a retail space. Ongoing costs are those you'll continue paying once you're operating, like marketing, rent, and software license fees. Your field work this month is to get your startup and ongoing costs down on paper. While you're building your list, remember to consider paying yourself. If you can't afford to pay yourself, your business is not sustainable. Most businesses start without the founder getting paid, but it needs to be a goal, so include it in your costs. That's all for this month. We'll see you next time. Okay, welcome back to Start Dakota. We're here talking with Julio about all things cattle tagging. He's moving to California. There's just not a lot going on in your life at all. (laughs) So as we're going through our lives, there are things that we like and we don't like. And so I'm just going to ask you a few questions about things that you prefer over others. So first, um, software applications. Do you prefer Facebook? WhatsApp? WhatsApp. Really? Yeah. Tell me more about that. No, I love privacy, you know. Yes. And yeah, I love that a lot. And when I share something on Facebook, you know, it's only like a, to keep the record of that step sure. in my life. Yep. But I, every day I share, you know, when I found a good information, you know, and maybe in another social media, like uh, they say YouTube. Yeah. And I, I think I, I can add value to some someone from my family or from my community or from my friends mm-hmm. i share the you know through whatsapp mm-hmm. and and i can i see it's a, like a direct communication their communication with everybody yes. i love that well internationally too it really does that's make correct. more sense that's what i had to download it when my husband traveled internationally and i i've come to prefer it so i yeah. might be changing my mind <laughs> <laughs> um next hard-hitting question here is coffee or tea coffee for sure what, what kind of coffee Absolutely. do you have like a favorite coffee no i just uh well cappuccino you know cappuccino? Facebook, but uh, yeah okay. cappuccino mm. summer or winter Summer. <laughs> if you said winter, I'd be Absolutely like, you're moving summer. to the wrong place. <laughs> you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> Salty food or sweet food? 
sweet, but you, I'm... You're torn though, right? Yes, uh -huh. because I, we stopped eating sugar one year ago. Yeah, hey, we don't take... All, like no sugar no at sugar. all? Only, for example, you have, it's your birthday and you share some cookies. Yes. I'm going to share for you. Oh. But the, every day, on a daily basis, we don't... No we don't, sugar. No sugar. At the beginning, it was like, a, oh, shocking. Like, oh, <laughs> so. But then, when you, now, when I drink something with sugar, it's shocking. Just icky. Yeah. yeah, because it's too much. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. So you can, but uh, I think uh, we are doing something, you know, good for our health and health. And teaching our kids to Absolutely. live like that. Teach my kid, would you? Yeah. She lives on sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, no, I think sugar is... Uh, it's you terrible. Know, terrible and most of the, delicious. Dis the diseases, you <laughs> yes. know, we have now is come from the, so, the excess of the sugar. You know, everything excess is bad. Yes. I, I prefer to stop eating sugar for the rest of my life. If there's one thing you could eat for the rest of your life, what would you eat? Wow. What's your favorite thing? It's a good question. Well, it would say proteins. Proteins? And yeah, and maybe, yeah, proteins. Like uh, which and kind? Salads. Like a, a steak? <laughs> Steaks. Or, I, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, a steak, especially, uh, let's say, fish. Oh, okay. You know, fish and salads. I will Why be, are you yeah. so healthy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get your your playbook. <laughs> I gotta start working on that. <laughs> Do you prefer hoodies or blazers? Hoodies or blazers? Yep. So like a hoodie sweatshirt or like an, a a blazer jacket. No hoodies, hoodies. Hoodies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Comfort. Yeah. Right. Yes, that's correct. Excellent. Um. Oh, and then the last one, the most important question: beer or wine? Wine. Wine. Absolutely. I can see that about you. <laughs> There's sugar in wine, though. Some sugar, but I only, maybe I can only drink a, a glass and yep. that's it. Are you red or white? Red. And what kind of red? I'm going to get real specific now. Uh, maybe, I, I, I love, you know, a Merlot, <gasps> but I, yeah. the, the sugar content is high. And yes. so maybe I prefer a Cabernet Sauvignon. That oh. would be enough. So, we're going to go get some wine. <laughs> now I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. It has been such a pleasure. I, I, we're sad. Sioux Falls is sad to have you go. I will tell you that. I am so happy that you're keeping some of your operations here in our city. Please know that this community is here for you in whatever capacity you need. If you're listening, this guy's amazing. Reach out to him. Connect with him. We'll get all your contact information on here. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck on your journey to California. Well, thank you very much for sharing. Absolutely. I, yeah, I've enjoyed this interview. Keep on. Keep, don't stop believing, right? No, never. Don't stop believing. We'll see you next time. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thanks for joining us for Start Dakota. Visit our website at startupsufalls.com to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend to rate our show on iTunes. If you are a founder and aspiring entrepreneur, you can get started by visiting our website at startupsufalls.com slash start. Start Dakota is made possible by funding from the U.S. Small Business Administration. With this funding, Startup Sioux Falls is piloting an expanded version of its co-starters business accelerator program and providing additional resources to support underserved founders. Start with Startup Sioux Falls. 